Hey, ass butt. Hey y'all, Rochelle here. And Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform. Or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspets family. And don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes. Hi. Hi. Okay, you guys. <laughs> Rochelle has a baby. Yes, I do. And he is here right now attached Sleeping to her. Sleeping. Yes. For now. For now. Also, <laughs> there are two dogs and a cat and a fan on in this room, so there's probably going to be noises happening. Oh, for sure. And we're and sorry, but this is what it is now. So. Yeah. The microphone is on top of a cat scratching post, so there may or may not be like scratching awful sounds happening, you know? Also, Maisie might squeak a squeaky toy or, you know, start chewing on a bone that sounds awful or whatever. You know? <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> it's good. You know, we have not recorded in like a month and a, a month, a month and a half. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, I don't like myself as much when I'm not talking to you <laughs> as often. So there's that. I, I like, yeah, I definitely am like. I don't have any friends. <laughs> I like talk to Lynn and I'm like, I have one friend. <laughs> Not to put like my self worth on you, but like I just, I need you more. So, I get that. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we can. I feel the same. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to try and stick to this, you know, episode every two weeks schedule it might yeah. not work and we, we'll try assuming but just, that this one will let yeah. me podcast yeah unpredictable with a newborn of yeah. course but um he is beautiful oh. and so sweet and and huge <laughs> but so cute oh god I'm oh obsessed. yeah he's he's the cutest I mean I might be biased but yeah and the first no. time I met him like in real life not on Skype he was just staring at me he might have just been into my glasses, which is probably it. But well, I think he was like, I know that voice. Yeah. And it was, it he's was amazing. We can be surprisingly loud and he's okay with it. But I think that because he's just sat there and listened to us bullshit for hours at a time, you know, like he's just like, oh, I know those voices. It's fine. You know, yeah. like I sometimes, <sighs> I sometimes have to, I, and you know how much I like, don't like listening to the podcast because I don't like to hear my own voice, yeah. you know? Like, not because <laughs> I don't like the podcast, but just because it weirds me out too much. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to do that sometimes to get him to calm his shit, because... That's amazing! Like, <laughs> I'm like so glad there's something that works. I, yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. But, like, at nighttime, especially when he's, like, really tired, and he's just like, okay, you just need to eat and pass out, but he'll be, like, eating for a little bit, and then is still just like, Meh! you know, oh, I'll, totally. like, turn on the podcast and just, like, I don't know if it's just... You know the the sound or what I don't I don't know but yeah. like he was like oh okay I'm fine now I can go to sleep. That's also, so he really likes the song "Talking Tennessee" by Morgan Wallen. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's okay. Like he doesn't make any facial expressions towards it or anything, but he's just like oh. I'm going to be quiet and listen to this song. It's like, that's awesome. Okay then. You yeah. Know? And like you play other Morgan Wallen songs and he does not feel the same way. So you just play that over and over again in the car. 
Oh, until he passes that's out. So you know? funny. Killian had a whole playlist. I'll I'll make it. I'll make like a Spotify playlist and send it to you to yeah. see if it works. It's weird though. But that's the okay. One, I think right. we used to listen to that in the car a lot when he was. There's a couple. There's know. one that was like just cover songs by Birdie that he really liked I when think he was that a little was, older. Yeah. And those, yeah, those are just covered. But then he had like a whole other playlist when he was a little younger of just like random things. Yeah. I'll send you that list. Yes. Yeah. See if it works. I don't know. Mostly they were like kind of chill, but also had a bit of a beat. You know. Yeah. That's kind of. Yeah. I feel like that's probably why Talk in Tennessee is a good one because it's like. Definitely, you can hear the background music and stuff, but it's not like... Yeah, but it's still kind of chill. Yeah. 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 Well, I was um, so happy that he didn't hate me, but also, <laughs> but also that he seemed to be, like, totally cool with us, like, yapping and almost, like, calm about it. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, I that probably happened with Killian, too, but I didn't really... You know, with my voice, anyway, but yeah, I didn't really... Yeah, I was really, going to say. We, yeah, yeah. But, like, fair. I didn't really... I mean, Connect we that, did chat an hour a week, so really, you know, Well, that's like, not nothing. I mean, especially, no. like, in the last few months of my pregnancy, I, like, you were the only person besides Eric that I was talking to, really, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, that's fair, yeah. Like, I mean, I would talk on the phone, but not, like, on speakerphone with, like, my cousin, you know? Yeah. Like, I think you were the only person that I didn't live with that I would see, <laughs> you know? Eric, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. But no, yeah. seriously, like, it made me so happy, I went home and literally cried about it. So, <laughs> so thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. But yes, also, uh, on top of that, I might have to get up and move around, because this kid will not sleep unless I am moving. Yeah. So, there's that. I blame my work for that, because oh, okay. I was never not standing on my head and moving and doing all sorts of weird, like, you know, I mean, lunges and different things, you know, like, so... <laughs> Yeah. Now, like, he'll do okay for a little bit, but, like, if I stop moving for too long, he'll, like, uh, and then I've got to, like, keep mm-hmm. moving, and then he'll pass right back out again. But yeah. as long as I'm wearing him, he'll sleep for hours, so I'm hoping that we can get a whole episode yeah. done today, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll just, we'll see how it goes. It's okay. <laughs> if you hear squawking, sorry. Yeah. We'll pause. <laughs> it we'll is figure it out. Yeah. All right. So, I wrote these notes a long time ago, <laughs> and I'm just going to... I just leave it at that. Any of it today because yeah, you know, yeah, we had we had planned on doing this episode a while ago and then things didn't work out yeah. obviously. So yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, yeah, we it might a, be a shit show, but <laughs> we had enough notice to where like, you know, I, I it was like the day before. Oh well, we're not gonna be able to podcast tomorrow or whatever, and I'm like, sweet. I'm not going to do the notes. <laughs> totally. No. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah, that I just did that today. But, you know, like now I, I guess it's a little fresher, at least for, that's the thing for me is like, I can rewatch the episode, mm-hmm. but if it's too long between, because I don't write notes for like anything other than like random sarcastic comments that I yeah. might have or like random quotes that I think are funny or whatever, you know? And so... <laughs> Like, half the time I'm like, I feel like I know that I had a really good point with this note, but I have no idea what it means, so yeah, that's lost, you know? Right. So. And, like, yeah, like, rewatching it, like, sure, but, like, what did I write about this moment? Yeah, Who like, why, why did I write this specific thing down? So, unless I'm, like, reading my notes and watching the episode, sometimes I can figure it out, but, like, mm-hmm. eh. yeah. so, we'll see. <laughs> All right, so, this might be awful, but hopefully it'll be funny. We'll find out. We'll find out. I know. Okay, so today we're talking about season 11, episode 6, called Our Little World. 
So we start out at night. Uh, two teenage girls are sitting on benches outside. What? I guess they're at a park, right? I don't know. I couldn't quite tell. I it was, was kind of like, like, is this a safe idea, girls? But also you're teenagers and don't give a fuck, so. I mean, they said something about the tracks, so I feel like they oh, were near okay. like a railroad or oh, something. I thought you were talking about like a... Like or a, like a track. That's the thing is, I don't know. Like maybe okay. it was a railroad. Maybe it was a school track. Maybe yeah. it was... I don't know. You know? Yeah. They did seem to be like maybe I think high school tracks, age. right? And not well, track. Be, I didn't. I don't even remember that. Maybe I'll get there in a second. I don't remember. Okay, I'll keep going. Anyway. Hopefully, we find out. Okay, <laughs> uh, the first girl is named Goldie. She is uh, eating a bag of chips, which I guess is really important. It is important. Okay, girl <laughs> two is sitting uh, on another bench nearby, eating a chocolate bar. Uh, Goldie says, so she says, dating's going to break my focus for academics, but that I'm allowed to date over summer break. How does that work? Like, (laughs) hi, I'm Goldie. I'm only romantically available from June to August, but want to go steady? (laughs) And then the girls laugh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That reminds me. (laughs) When I was in in junior high and high school, I played volleyball and, and not well, but I played and I... Every time that I didn't feel like I performed well enough in my game, I would, like, I'd go home, I'd have, like, the shame bath of, like, cleaning myself and just being, like, I suck at life and specifically volleyball. And I would, like, I would come out of that bath and immediately break up with my boyfriend. Immediately. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. I realized this after. Was it the same boyfriend every time? Oh, I was going to say, like, I feel like at that point... If it was the same person, you'd just be like, I'll talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) I recognized this pattern after four years. Oh, jeez. And then stopped having boyfriends during volleyball season for one season and then went right back to it. But whatever. I did what I did. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, at least for that season, you didn't have to deal with it, right? That's true. (laughs) I did make other poor decisions romantically in that time, but I never (laughs) had an actual boyfriend. Yeah. It's fine. It's all fine. Okay. (laughs) Um, let's see. Um, uh, girl number two laughs, and then Goldie says, I hate her. Like, look at me. I have to hang out by the tracks. Uh, plural tracks. So I'm guessing railroad. Yeah, that's that, not me, safe. That's, that's immediately where my mind goes is yeah. tracks is railroad tracks. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, one school doesn't have two, like, tracks to run around. That'd be weird. Unless they're a really nice school, but I've never seen it. <laughs> me neither. You know, like, if they're that big, then I guess, you know. Yeah, I don't think you should hang out by the railroad tracks, Goldie, but okay. Probably not. Especially at night. Nope. Okay. Um, she's, uh, okay, girl number two says, she won't let you eat chips? Goldie says, well, she'll let me, but just so she can make this face the whole time. And then she makes, like, a really, like, judgy face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, girl number two's phone rings, and she checks the caller ID. Goldie says, it's like, sorry, Mom, I can't survive on menthol and diet soda like you can. <laughs> girl number two stands up and starts to gather her things up. Goldie says, what? No. Girl number two says, look, I hate my parents too, Goldie. They suck. But I got a curfew. Bye. So girl number two she walks, just walks away. Off. She's I just know. Like, Peace. Goldie says, fine. Bye. And then Goldie turns around and sees uh, young Amara standing right in front of her. 
Like, this is um, what, how did what, you get here? Yeah, what is, she's like preteen here, right? She's like tweenish. I would say she's probably like 12, 13, yeah. Okay. Goldie says, Whoa, hey, uh, where are your parents? Amara says, I don't have any parents. <laughs> Goldie says, <laughs> Which I have questions about, but I guess yeah, we'll get there. Like, how do you then not how? have questions? <laughs> you know, like if you say that to somebody, like. No one's really going to be like, oh, did they die? Like, because that's not polite. No, but, like, you'd be like, okay, so, like, who's in charge of you? you right, know? yeah, yeah. Goldie says, sorry, um, are you okay? Do you want something? Amara steps uh, closer to Goldie and then puts both her hands on either side of Goldie's face and says, I want to be like you. And then Amara sucks Goldie's soul right out of her face. <laughs> Which, I don't get that. I want to be like you. Like, I think that just means I want... Maybe she just wants to be a teenager. Finally. Maybe. Yeah, I guess that maybe, would make sense. Maybe yeah. she just wants to, like, grow I up. I want to be your size. You or know? maybe she, like, absorbs, you know, memories or personality traits from the people she soul sucks. I have no idea. But it could oh, be that. Oh, that's possible. Do they ever talk about that? I don't remember it happening. But it I maybe. don't remember it either. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it couldn't have happened. But. Right. All right, so we cut to hell. We see that Amara has aged into a teenager. And she's got, like, sassy teenager eyes. Oh, yeah. She's, like, this actress was real angsty. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, she's walking down a hallway barefoot. She goes into a room and is startled by Crowley, who is sitting in a chair in the corner waiting for her. Like an angry dad. <laughs> uh, he turns on. You're out past your curfew. <laughs> I know. He turns on a lamp. And says, midnight snack. Don't think I don't know what you've been up to. You can try to deny it, but the evidence is, well. Amara says, you told me to stop feeding on your demons. Well, I stopped feeding on demons. Crowley says, I thought I was clear. Going out there where they can see you, it's too risky. Amara says, I'm a growing girl. I need to eat. Crowley stands up and walks towards her and says, Actions have consequences around here, Amara. You've had the run of the court. We've seen what you've made of it. Believe me, this is going to hurt me way more than it hurts you. I'm sorry, my dear. You're grounded. <laughs> She's just like, I can't. I know. Amara tries to, like, walk past him to go out of the room, but Crowley waves his hand, and Amara is flung backwards onto a sofa. Crowley says, you're strong, but you need to remember, I'm stronger. <laughs> Amara says, for now. <laughs> She's like, I'll remember this later. I know, right? Uh, so we cut to Fall River, Massachusetts. Sam and Dean are in their FBI suits and walking away from a house in a wooded area. Dean says, said you had a good feeling about that one. Sam says, yeah, well, it seemed like a solid Dean. Uh, it seemed like a solid Dean. Okay. <laughs> Where did my mind go? Sam says, yeah, well, it seemed like a solid lead, Dean. Only a soulless psycho would kill the family cat. Dean says, yeah, unless the family cat decides to take a nap in the dryer. And then I immediately dissociated at that moment. And I was like, don't think about it, don't think about it. I actually, I think I, I don't know somebody personally that did that, but I feel like somebody that I've known at some point knew somebody who accidentally did that Ugh, to their cat. Just like, horrifying. Don't, cat, tell me, don't tell me anymore. No, I mean, that, that's all I know about okay. it. But, like, they had, like, I guess the cat liked to take naps in the dryer, you know, oh, and they God. started it. That is really but, upsetting. Ugh, okay. Yeah. Okay. My, my question is, how do you not know? 
Yeah. That's, you would hear that. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it's yeah, really upsetting fine. to me. I'm sorry. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. It just baffles me, though. Like, yeah, I agree. I just don't get it. I agree. <laughs> I completely, 100% agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sam and Dean head towards Baby, and Sam says, you know, we've been here since Monday, and we still haven't found another legit vac- victim. Another legit vacuum. Oh! <laughs> here we are. He says, maybe Amara moved on or stopped feeding altogether. Dean says, well, finding her victims is still the best shot we got at finding her. Sam says, not true, actually. That's not what he says. He says, not actually true. I guess it doesn't matter. Mm. Dean says, oh, what? You think, wait, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Uh, Sam kind of gives Dean like a huh look. And Dean says, oh, what? You think he's ready? He's had a pretty rough go of it lately. Sam says, which one of us hasn't? Seems insane to leave our one and only angel friend on the bench. Dean says, I'll call him. Sam says, thank you. I know. So Dean calls, and we see uh, Cass is, you know, in the bunker, in a bedroom. He is sitting on a chair next to the bed watching TV. Um, uh, We see that he is watching Jenny Jones, and he's into it. (laughs) Which is that like a legit show or no? Oh yeah, it's like a okay. it's like a Jerry Springer type show. That's what I well, yeah. that's in my notes. I was like, is this Jerry Springer? I don't know because I didn't see that. I just saw the J and it like flashed over it too fast. I was like, is this Jerry Springer or is this like yeah? It is. You know, it's like, basically, yeah. you know, but yeah. yeah. And then absolutely realized it wasn't, but still, yeah. I, I mean, didn't know if it was like an actual show. Yes, know? yes. I mean, okay. oh, I don't think it's still. Is Jerry Springer still in the on? Oh, I don't even know. Is that know. guy even still alive? I feel like he's been old for a long time. Like, that sounds bad, but... No, I, I honestly have no idea, I'm really, that now that I think about it. Yeah. So <laughs> Jerry the, Springer. Yeah. I don't... Oh, God. The things that I look up for this. <laughs> I know, right? Why am I looking up Jerry Springer? I don't know, but... Did Jerry Springer die? <laughs> Jerry Springer. Not former mayor of... Former mayor of Cincinnati. Oh. What? He was a mayor. Oh, he died April 27th. Oh, okay. So, recently. Wow, I had no idea about that. Okay, all right. Okay, there we go. Okay, so this episode of Jenny Jones, um, they are doing, you know, paternity tests. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, So Cass answers the phone and says, hi. Dean says, Cass, how you doing, buddy? Um, Cass says, oh, I'm fine. Dean says, find anything on Metatron? Cass says, um, nothing on Angel Radio. How long has it been since you left the bunker? No, no, no. That's what Dean says. Okay, Cass says, um, nothing on Angel Radio. Dean says, how long has it been since you left the bunker? Cass says, oh, why would I leave? I've got everything I need right here. Uh, Dean can hear the show on in the background, and he says, wait, is that, are you watching Jenny Jones? Cass says, it's a rerun. She's about to uh, announce the paternity results. On the TV, Jenny Jones says to a man looking very distraught, you are the father. Cass rolls his eyes and says, Jenny, he's not ready to be a father. (laughs) (laughs) Dean says, okay, I thought you were going with socially acceptable binge watching. You know, The Wire, Game of Thrones. Cass says, yeah, well, a man can't live on caviar alone, Dean. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to TV, like... You can. You can, you yeah. know. There's so many shows. I know. <laughs> Dean says, well, you sound weird, okay? Bad weird. Now, I've been down this road before. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, don't do it, dude. Yeah. Don't do it. Uh, in the background, uh, this conversation slowly fades away as we focus on Sam. Uh, his phone rings. He answers and says, what's up, detective? Uh, we hear Dean in that background saying, I have heard the siren song from the idiot box, and I'm telling you, whatever you're looking for, you won't find it in there. So do me a favor. He's <laughs> like, don't do it, dude. I know. Dean says, turn off the TV. Go outside and get some air. We're in the dark here. Blah. We're in the dark here, pal. I need you back in the game, okay? So Cass sighs, and then Dean hangs up. Uh, Dean shakes head, walks Get over your to shit Sam together. for real. Yeah. Okay, honestly though, like, how long has Cass been in existence? I'm pretty sure he's allowed to just thousands of years watch TV for a few months if he fucking wants to. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a year, man. You probably earned it. Yeah. Also, also at the same time, like, <laughs> you're spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, okay, so Dean walks over to Sam, who's still on his phone. Sam says to the caller, I get it. Yeah, well, thanks for letting me know. Well, we'll head out there right now. You got it. And then he hangs up. Dean says to Sam, what's up? Sam says, that was Detective Madsen. Remember our friend Len? Dean says, uh, weird as hell. Solace took the rap for all the murders, Len? Sam says, yeah, he's dead. And I'm sad. I liked I like Len. Him. He was a weirdo in, in a great way. Yeah. And even without a soul, he still he was still had the concept of, like, I know this isn't right. You know, like, yeah. so I might not be doing it for the right reasons, but at least I'm going to still try and do the right thing because I know that that's the right thing conceptually, not because I actually care. You know? Right. Yeah. But still. He yeah. tried. You know? No. I like that guy. Excuse me. So we cut to Cass. He's about to leave the bunker. He puts on his trench coat and walks up the stairs uh, to the front door and starts to look a little anxious. He stops right in front of the door and starts getting flashbacks of himself punching Dean in the face over and over. Um, In the flashback, Dean is yelling, Cass, Cass, don't do this. Okay, it isn't you. It's the spell. (laughs) Then Cass's hand like reaches for the bunker doorknob um, and he keeps flashing back. We hear... um, a man's voice. I think this is an angel saying, I will end you. And then the angel kills the other angel, Hannah. And Cass yells, no, don't. Uh, and then he flashes to punching Crowley over and over in the face. Crowley falls to the ground and then Cass stabs in the back. I am so sorry. I am ass butting all over the place here. Okay. Oh, I like your phone cover. Did you get a new one? Oh, yeah, I did. It's I like, like a, that. it's great. Yeah, I love it, except for when I'm in the car driving and the sun hits it, and I'm oh. like, oh, God, I'm blind. Yeah, that'll, that'll get but you. But it's, I think it's cuter more than I care about being blinded while driving, I guess. Yeah, so, that's fair. There we are. Yep. That's safe. <coughs> that's fine. Excuse me. I mean, normally I have it in the holder, which literally is, you know, the screen is facing me, so there's yeah. not. Maybe I'm blinding other drivers. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to spiral there. <laughs> okay, so um, where am I? Uh, okay, so he has this flashback of like, well, he kind of flashes through a bunch of like no, don't. fights and death scenes. That. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, so then My we. Brain is mush. So he never uh, actually walks out of the bunker, though. He's sort of like, if I leave, yeah. Yeah. Too much anxiety, and I get it. So we cut to Crowley and a demon walking down a hallway in hell. 
The demon says, Marco got one of them last night. Alain Fletcher? Crowley says, tell Marco to keep looking. The last thing I need is one of Amara's candy wrappers blabbing to angels or hunters about what, who happened to them. Uh, they stop walking outside of a door, a closed door, and Crowley says, where is everyone? The demon says, oh, our ranks have been hit thin. No, that's not what he says. He says, our ranks have been a bit thin since Amara ate everybody. <laughs> I've got some fresh numbers for you to go over before court. Soul projections, uh, they're not good. We're down for the quarter, which means that Crowley interrupts and says, that door was supposed to be locked and guarded 24-7. The demon says, of course, sir. Crowley says, I don't see a guard. The demon says, uh, right, must be a mix-up. We're short-staffed and all. So Crowley says, congratulations, you've been demoted. No one goes in or out of that room. And then Here you stay. Yep. And then Crowley turns and walks away while the demon stands there looking very confused. Uh, so we cut to a hallway in a police station. Sam and Dean are walking with Detective Madsen. Uh, Detective Madsen says, thought maybe a relative of one of Len's victims, but that doesn't feel like a revenge killing. Too clean, like an assassination. Uh, another guy calls the detective away and Dean says to Sam, you smell that? Sam says, yeah. Dean says, yeah, either the detective needs to change his diet or, Sam says, sulfur. Len was killed by a demon. What would you be eating that would make you smell like sulfur? That's what I want to know. What's sulfurific? Eggs? I guess. Cabbage? I would guess you eat too Cauliflower? many eggs. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> we'll go with eggs. Yeah. I don't know if eating a lot of that would make you smell that way. More like cooking it. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they say that sulfur smells like rotten eggs, right? It so, does, yeah. I mean, that would be my best guess. It would be eggs. I don't know anything other than that. Right. I say that like I've actually smelled sulfur. No, I haven't. Now I kind of want to. I have. When? Where? Like, you go to, like, the geysers and stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess. Like, Yellowstone or whatever. We went to see, like, Old Faithful and, like, yeah. there's a couple of different things. Like, I've been to a couple of, um, well, it was mostly the one. It was, like, a hot spring in California. Okay. That, it, I mean, the whole place smelled like sulfur. And it was supposed to be, like, good for you or whatever. Ew. And so you sit in there and then you smell like sulfur. Oh, that's gross. You know? Okay. All right. But, Blech. At least it was like it went away after you showered for the most part, mm, but mm-hmm. maybe not totally. I don't know. I don't know if it was just like, oh, I've been around myself so much that I don't smell it so bad anymore, but I don't, yeah. yeah. Right. Huh. It was a weird experience. It was like, okay, cool, floating in the pools. Also, this is awful. Also, you know? we stink. Like, it feels good, kind of, but like, also at the same time, now I smell like rotten eggs. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> He's laughing in his sleep. Is he? Oh. <laughs> oh my god, I thought that was a dog barking outside. No, that's him. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> oh my god. He does that every once in a while. He's a sleep talker like Travis is. Yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. Every once in a while he'll just be like, no. Nah. Yeah. Like, okay, here we go. Here's, there's two now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, but it always like freaks me out in the middle of the night when he just goes, <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this evening. I heard him. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. But yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> he wants to he be looked, part of the podcast. I know. He's like, hey, hi, I exist. <laughs> I'm topside. He's out like a light. Yeah, just chatting away. So, so sweet. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dean says, yeah, but why would a demon order a hit on a guy with no soul? It's like a Cracker Jack, but not a prize. Uh, a teenage girl's voice shouts, hands off, Deputy Duty! <laughs> Sam and Dean turn around to uh, look at what the hell's going on, and they see a police officer trying to lead Goldie into a room. Uh, She's Sam, flopping like a fish. Uh-huh. A soulless fish. <laughs> <laughs> Do fish? I don't I know. know. The fish have souls, but like they don't really have much brains. That's so, true. Like, how much would a fish change if it didn't have a soul? I don't know. Probably not much. I don't know. I don't know why I, no I just idea. went down that path. I don't I know. Yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, Sam says to Detective Madsen, who's the girl? The detective says, Goldie Schmidtlap. Uh, was a normal kid. Snapped this morning. Tried to kill her mom with a frying pan. <laughs> Woo. Was it cast iron or regular? Because <laughs> the cast iron would be successful. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, Rapunzel style. I like it. <laughs> I think Rapunzel had a cast iron. I think so. Pretty sure. I, I, I heard a rumor, I don't know if this has been um, officially announced, but that they are um, casting for a live action uh, Rapunzel movie. Like Tangled. That was the one that I heard about lately that I was kind of surprised about, but maybe not. I don't remember. What was the one? It was uh, the, the Princess and the Frog, too. I, I yeah, heard both of those. That, I think that was the one that I was like, really? Like, that's going to be a creepy movie. I know, which sounds cool. Uh-oh. We gotta stand up and move. We're okay. starting to freak out. We're fine. Okay. We'll just bop. All right. <laughs> um, uh, the detective says, first the axe murders, then Len. Now this? Dean says, we're gonna need to talk to the kid. Uh, we cut to Cass watching TV in his room again. He is watching a dog skateboarding on the news. Uh, a newsman says, that's four legs on four wheels. <laughs> then it changes to a newswoman. She smiles and says, ah, that dog thinks it's people. <laughs> the uh, dog is people. Yeah, I think so. Dogs too. are people. They are. Maisie's just sat there. She woke up and is looking at me like, hell yeah, I'm people. That's right. Fucking right. Steve's more of a people, probably. I know. He's like half person. I swear to God, Killian tells like every single adult he comes in contact with <laughs> about Steve being a shapeshifter. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty cute. Okay. Uh, Then the newswoman gets serious and says, Up next, a very upsetting story out of Omaha. A downtown bar fight escalated tragically last night. And OWW2 News brings you an exclusive video of the event. The footage you're about to view is extremely graphic. So the TV screen shows a video of two men fighting in an alley. People are yelling. And then one man uh, shoots the other one. The camera pulls back and a white van comes into view. We see the reflection of the person recording the fight in the van's side mirror. Uh, the newswoman says efforts were made to resuscitate the victim, but unfortunately, uh, Cass at this moment stands up and pauses the TV. Uh, He's like, hold on a second. Yeah, and he pauses right on uh, the, the spot where we can see the reflection of the person. And we see that it is fucking Metatron. That, oh, that rat so, bastard. I, I'm just, I'm so annoyed that his storyline has gone, what is this, like the, he was in season nine, right? So nine, 10, 11. I know he's not in most of it. Maybe it was just 10. I think he started in season nine, right? I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't oh, remember. It's a long time to be, again, love the actor, but he just plays this 
skeezy, annoying person very well, and I hate him. You yeah. know, like, ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, it's I, like, he's one of those actors that's a little bit maybe too good at his job, so right. people hate him. You know, because it's yeah. like, okay, you know, it's like the guy who plays Joffrey or whatever for Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally, like, he's like, yeah, people don't react to me well in public sometimes. I know, that's like, sucks for him, especially because he's know, young. Yeah. yeah. Because he's like... Well, I mean, I don't think he's that young anymore, but, like, mm-hmm. you know. But he's not, like, whoa, who is this actor? Richard Curtis, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's not young. That's Kurt, Kurt, or is it Curtis? Nope, I don't know who this is. Curtis Armstrong? Curtis Armstrong sounds right, but I honestly couldn't tell you. Now my brain just fried. Okay. I'm sure it's, uh, Curtis Armstrong sounds right. Where did I'm I get pretty Richard sure this from? Is, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of Dick Roman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or Spate or something. Yeah, you know? I don't know. That's gonna bug me, but I think Curtis is your first. Is his first? I think name. it's Curtis yeah. Armstrong. I think so because that's what I was gonna say, but then I was like, I don't know if that's yeah. right. And then you said it, and I was like, it must be right because if two of us think that it's that, right. then I follow him on some social media platform. I'm so. pretty sure it's Curtis Armstrong. I think so. I'm like 95 percent sure. Okay. All right, we cut to a jail cell in the police station. Nope. Yeah, we do. Sorry, <laughs> weird nuts. Okay. Uh, we hear Goldie's voice call out, Hey, officer, I still haven't gotten my phone call. Uh, then we see her in her cell. She yells out, Do you think I can get a pizza delivered in here? Uh, a young man walks up to her cell. He's wearing just like regular clothes. Goldie says, You're not the deputy. The man says, Nope. And then he opens the cell door and walks right in. Goldie looks nervously at him and kind of backs away. <laughs> You're not right. I know. Something weird here. Uh, he pulls out a knife and says, Boss's daughter's been making a mess in town, and it's my job to clean it up. Nothing personal. Then the man's eyes go demon black, and he tries to, like, rush at her, but he suddenly stops, looks up at the ceiling, and sees a devil's trap. Then Sam and Dean walk up behind him in their FBI suits. Sam says, Nice work, Goldie. Dean says, So, Crowley and Amara, huh? So we cut to uh, the boys in a motel room. The demon dude is tied to a chair. He's got a hood over his head, and as it gets pulled off, Dean says, rise and shine, buttercup. Now, about what you were saying, Sam says, what's Crowley doing with Amara? The demon says, don't know, don't care. Wouldn't tell you if I did. Dean says, hmm. Sam says, well, we already know she's growing up fast. The demon says, yeah, well, demon souls, they do a body good. Little Muppet tore through half my buds before Crowley put her on a diet. She didn't like that. Started sneaking out to get her fill. You know how kids are. But Daddy put his foot down. Ew. Don't just, don't call Crowley, Crowley Daddy. Like, just keep, just just don't keep saying that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's just weird. Yeah. (laughs) Dean holds a knife to the demon's throat and says, where is he hiding her? The demon laughs and says, I'm happy to keep gossiping with you boys, but you want actionable intelligence? Torture me if you want. I know you'll just kill me anyway. Dean says, hmm, well, looks like a stalemate to me. I guess we go ahead and kill him right now. You know, it crosses my mind, Rochelle, that, like, (laughs) if I was in a situation like this where I was trying to, like, interrogate somebody... You know how hard it is for me to, like, string a sentence together? <laughs> I, even when I'm reading yeah. the words, I can't do it, right? Like, yeah. I'm reading my notes, and I'm stumbling, I'm saying the wrong words. Oh, yeah. I could never, like, actually be threatening in that way without accidentally saying something stupid, like, Scooby-Doo in the middle of it. Like, you know, like, I... I feel like, yeah, I... 
Especially I'm if I have so any kind of emotion going. Yeah, I'm so scattered to begin. I've noticed, like, so for me anyways, like, I can spit things out, but then I get so frustrated that I just end up saying the same things over and over again instead of, like, well, and a lot of times, to be fair, that's when that's happened, it's because I've been, like, arguing with somebody mm-hmm. and they keep interrupting me, so I have to keep starting all over again, right? And so, like you get stuck in a loop of like I'm saying the same thing over and over again but you're not letting me finish so but I can't I mean part of that's the ADD right like yeah I have to start from the beginning to the end or else I'll get screwed up you know and so it's like you keep interrupting me and yes I'm gonna keep saying the same thing because I have to start from the beginning again now you know like yeah but I yeah I don't know that like it's all necessarily coherent but yeah it makes sense in my mind (laughs) right right (laughs) I think you'd but, be good at it. I don't know. I don't know either. I think it just kind of depends on what was... The situation. But could you yeah. imagine... So, like, real specifically, if you're... If you've got someone tied to a chair and you're interrogating them, maybe there's no torture yet, yeah. but you're threatening it or whatever yeah. and trying to get information out of somebody. I just... I don't know that I could spit it out in any coherent way. Just because I'd be having emotions and wait, I'd be if real- you were getting tortured, or no, you, oh, no, you were the torturer. If I was no. trying to get information out of somebody, I, I mean, I would never torture anybody, but like, you know, obviously, but like, yeah, it's like, what do you say to make them give it up? I, how do I even connect words together to make sense in that moment? I just don't think I could. I, th- I need to have like one of those like reader boards up on the wall, like word for word, telling me what to say, and that's not gonna threaten yeah, anybody. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it would be not too. <laughs> Much different than, like, dealing with a kid and being, like, okay, like, you're I right. know you've done this. You know, That's like, interesting. You're I not thought about it like that. Okay. But know. I'm also not in, like, a, I want to scare you into telling me. You no, know, no, but, that, like, you know. at the same time, it's, like, listen, like, we're hanging out until you fess up because I know you did this. You know, like. Yeah. Wouldn't be too much different as far as like the process, right? You're right about of, that. Like, okay. No, you're not leaving, and you're not gonna go and do this until you fess up to this. You yeah. Know, like or whatever. You know. Yeah. Oh, I gotta think about that okay. in a different way. That actually but, makes me feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it should. You know. <laughs> but whatever. okay. You know. You'd All be right. Better at getting information, right? Yeah. I feel like anybody who's like dealt with, you know, toddlers especially, and like. You know, up as, well, I guess in middle schoolers and high schoolers and stuff too, because at that point they're like, yeah, get me to confess, see what's going to happen, you know. Right. But, like, I feel like you don't just automatically be a little bit better at that yeah. because you're like, listen, yeah, I, I, have, think, like, I have teenagers. Yeah. We good. <laughs> I'll get you to crack. Like, you know? So far, Killian <laughs> hasn't really lied, yeah. you know, about something like that. Yeah. 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 There are moments now that I could be like, you know, it, it, as an example, like, did you brush your teeth yet? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, that's, like, like as deep yeah, as it's gone. Okay. you know. Yeah. But he's not slick at it yet. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> real obvious. But, like, it hasn't gone past that level. And I think that that type of thing has happened, like, two times, yeah. maybe. I don't feel so. good. I don't want to go to school. Yeah, you're fine. You know? Like, right. Yeah. So. Let's go. You know? Yeah. Sorry. I'm, like, really hot all of a sudden. Oh, no. I get it, too. Yeah. Like, I, that's. Yeah. It's all gone, but. Okay. All right, so that probably sounded weird on the podcast. I was like rolling my my shirt sleeves up and my pants. <laughs> like I'm so dying. Yeah. I know. I'll just tell you, I'm so hot right now. Okay. Okay. So Dean says, "I guess we'll. I guess we go ahead and kill him right now." 
Sam says, no, 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 Dean, wait, we can exercise him. Dean says, what? Uh, Sam says, save his meat suit. The demon says, my two cents? You exercise me. Let me smoke on out of here. I give you my word to not tell Crowley. <laughs> yeah, the word of that. I'm all right. That's going to mean something. Uh, the Dean looks unconvinced, and the demon says, hey, you heard me. He's hardly my favorite guy at the moment. Sam says, wait a second. Shut up. And Sam walks over to the demon and pulls, um, like, the top of the demon's collar of a shirt to the side. And we see a bullet wound in his chest. <laughs> he did already. I know. Dean says, well, would you look at that? Sam says, there's no way his suit survived that wound. Dean says, mm-hmm. All right. The demon chest. I know. The demon says, crap. <laughs> So, Dean stabs the demon in the chest with the demon blade, and the demon says, ah, and then dies. <laughs> exactly like that. Just too. like that. Yep. <laughs> uh, we cut to some time later. Sam is researching on his laptop, and Dean walks into the motel room. Sam says, hey. Dean says, hey. Sam says, where'd you ditch the body? Dean says, school playground. <laughs> Sam says, come on. That's hilarious, actually. <laughs> the fact that he believed him, too. I know. <laughs> Dean says, hospital parking lot. What do you got? Sam says, well, uh, good news. I was able to hack his phone. Got the coordinates of his call history. Sam stands up and walks towards a map and research that's all, like, you know, tacked up on the wall. Sam says, I guess Crowley must have had him tailing Amara or something because he was at all three spots. He was at the Lizzie Borden house where Lynn got his soul taken. He was at the bar where Sydney got her soul taken. And he was here where Goldie said Amara approached her. Uh, Dean points at a spot on the map and says, huh, so somewhere in there. Sam says, yeah, baby, but what I don't get is, why would Crowley have Amara on Earth in the first place? Wouldn't it be smarter to keep her in hell? Dean says, yeah, but then he'd have to spend more time there, and he hates that place. Sam says, oh, right, I keep forgetting about you and Crowley's summer of love. (laughs) (laughs) Dean says, I immediately went to Greece in my mind right there. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, who's Sandra D? Oh my gosh, there is one of the one of the parents at um, Killian's karate dojo. Uh, he has a, a two year old two year is it? Yeah, he's got a two year old who's in like a, a like a Montessori preschool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they're doing a, like, a, a little, like, musical whatever. I think they're yeah. just doing, like, songs, right? Yeah. Because they're two. Yeah. They are doing Grease Lightning. <laughs> which. Oh, no. I know. Like, I think that's hysterical. Also, because I just see a bunch of two-year-olds, like, doing weird hip thrusting. and. I know. Stuff. Well, like, I mean, like, I can do that whole dance. Like, I, know, I love yeah. that. But, like. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, But also, like, those. That song is not about a car. Like, so that's <laughs> really fun. That they yeah. have two-year-olds. I'm not judging. I think that's hysterical, and yeah. I love it. But, like... But that's the thing, is that they probably do think it's about a car and don't realize... That's weird, right? I mean, to be fair, I didn't know that it wasn't about a car until, like, not that long ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess I knew the, the lyrics right away, like, aside from watching everything happening yeah. on the TV. And if you, like, read the lyrics, it's really obviously not about a car. Well, that's but, the thing, is, like, I think the first time I saw it was... I don't even know when, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, I I wasn't old enough to get it. That makes I sense. I don't think. 
you know? Yeah. And to be clear, I'm not knocking the two-year-old singing this because I think that's really hysterical and I love it. Oh, but yeah. No, still like, fine, like, yeah. But, but it, I'm like, really? A Montessori school is doing that? Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. But also, yeah. <laughs> I wonder which Montessori it is. I don't know. Because I remember when I went to Montessori school, we did like a, you know, uh, I don't know what it was, some sort of like, you know, not, it was literally like a choir performance, I guess, you know, kind of same thing. You just go up and sing songs and I would not do it. So I sat next to the teacher up on stage by the piano and kept my mouth shut the whole Aww. time. Or I stood there. I wouldn't even sit. You know, I just stood there by the piano and was like, nope. Like, Aww, it took yeah. him a long time to convince me to like go out, which doesn't make any sense because I did ballet and had been on stage so many times and like danced in front of a ton of people, but like mm-hmm. singing and opening my mouth was too much. Oh, <laughs> I'm so. sorry. Oh, what I, I mean, like you have a good voice. Like I've heard you sing. You're a pretty good singer. Well, I mean, when I was in kindergarten, you know, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But you do hate to hear yourself on a recording. So yeah, maybe it's all tied in there. But I've been in choirs and stuff since right, then. Right, yeah. Totally fine. Show choir, you know, church yeah. choir, all the different things, you know. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> For some, It doesn't make any sense to me. And I remember being terrified about it, but I don't, like, I remember even at the time I didn't know why. It oh, wasn't exactly. like, yeah. you know, my mom was like, you've been in front of a bunch of people before. And I'm like, I know, but this time I'm terrified and I don't know why. Huh. You know, like, yeah. And then I was fine after that. Like, never had an issue. It was just like that Weird. one. I don't know. Whatever. Huh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay, where was I? Grease lightning. I feel like that's not on this paper. There we are. Okay. Uh, Dean says, I'm not seeing much inside this radius that he'd like... What am I saying? Okay, I'm, I'm not seeing much inside this radius that he'd like better. I mean, you got farms, you got swamps. Sam says, yeah. Dean points to a spot on the map and asks, um, this... I don't know what this says. This POI? Is that what it says? What's that? Point of interest. There you go. This POI. What's that? Sam says, uh, point of interest. <laughs> Thanks, Rochelle. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, I know what. What is it? Sam says, uh, let's find out. So Sam goes over to the laptop and I got to turn the page here. Dean says, uh, nope, that doesn't make sense. Okay. Sam does some shit on the computer and then <laughs> says, the Needham, Needham, N-E-E-D-H-A-N. I think he said Needham. I need ham. That's what I see. Yeah. <laughs> the I need ham asylum. Decommissioned in 63. Sounds like Crowley's kind of place to you, huh? Uh, so we cut to a very rundown and menacing old concrete building, which I assume is this need ham asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to inside the building, the building. Okay, so... As we go inside this building, I see that this is the place that we have been calling hell this whole time. Crowley's in these yeah. hallways and stuff. So they're not in hell. They're in a fucking place, I think, on Earth. Were we supposed to assume that it was hell? I mean, we had this conversation before where I was like, are we in hell? Or are we just in a fucking building? And and I'm always saying, like, they're walking in a hallway in hell. Crowley's throne yeah. room. This is all in this building, which is yeah. not hell. No. Right? I am. Unless I'm, it's like. Unless they just made the inside look like a hall, hallway. I don't know. I mean, when we when we've seen people go to hell, it looks very similar. It looks different, right? Because 
It's not... But that's, like, where they're keeping prisoners. Yeah. Not... I mean, without giving away right. things, you know... Like, Wait, this house is where they're keeping prisoners, or no, no, hell no, no, is where no. Okay, when they, so like those all those scenes with like Rowena when she was staying there. Is this in this building, or is that in? I hell? think so. I think, I think so too. Okay, so like all those times when I said cut to hell, I really meant cut to this Needham place. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I think so. I well, think no, so too. But I think. I mean, I don't know that we're supposed to necessarily know that though. Okay. You know, like, I think I see what you're saying. But the throne room, specifically, that we have been seeing recently, that is in this building. Yeah. Correct? Um, Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I agree with that. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Okay. The Uh, fact that they would throw us through a loop like that is quite rude, but, you know, fine. I know. You would think that they would say that at some point. I know. Think about the people trying to make a podcast about this. in hell, you know? I know, right? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Crowley walks into Amara's bedroom. She is looking at memes on a laptop. <laughs> uh, Crowley says, what are you looking at? Still learning all you can about the world? Amara says, if nonsensical slogans attached to idiotic pictures of domestic animals counts as the world. Crowley says, excuse me? Amara says, memes. <laughs> Crowley says, ah, look, I know you, uh, I know to you my rules seem unfair, arbitrary, as though I'm doing all of this just to hurt you. Amara says, I don't care why you do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, teenager. Yep. Crowley says, I just want you to know that I'm not a monster. Jarvis, uh, the door opens, and two demons drag in a man in a postman's uniform. Uh, Oh, I said postman. That's weird. Mailman. Male person, whatever. Same thing, right? I know. Uh, he's gagged, and they push him down on the floor. Crowley says, I can't have you eating whatever, whatever, however much you want. I thought you might appreciate a little snack. Amara stands up and says, I'm not hungry. <laughs> Screw you. Yep. Crowley sighs and then waves his hand, so the demons pick up the postman, the postal worker. What the fuck? This dude. They pick him up. Mailman. <laughs> The mailman <laughs> and drag him back out of the room. Crowley says to Amara, I'll leave you to your memes. So Crowley goes to leave while Amara sits on the bed with her back to him, looking at her laptop. But Crowley doesn't leave. He closes her door and says, I have no idea what I'm doing here. Not a bleeding clue. Moment to moment, what makes you happy? Amara rolls her eyes and Crowley says, What will set you off? How do I even begin to forge a connection with you? But what I do know is you're growing so fast and it terrifies me. Welcome to teenagers. I know. I bet I have this exact conversation with Killian in like four years. Uh, Amara turns to him and says, I bet. You only want me for the power I'll wield. And you know, soon enough, I won't need you anymore. Uh, We cut to Sam and Dean. I'm not an idiot. I know, right? Nice try. I'm biding my time. (laughs) I know. We cut to Sam and Dean in the motel room. Sam says, so, we're really going to do this? Now? Dean says, hell yeah. I've been looking for a chance to get back at Crowley ever since that crap he pulled in Cedar Rapids. Especially now that I know he tricked me and made off with the darkness. Sam says, no, that's not what I meant. We're going in to kill Amara. Are you ready for that? Dean says, why wouldn't I be? Sam says, because we don't know the first thing about her, Dean. We don't know her powers. We don't know how to take her down. Dean looks frustrated. Sam says, you know what? We don't even know if she can be killed. Dean says, I know, but she's too big of a threat to wait. 
I say we go in there and we hit her with everything we got. <laughs> Which might that, piss her off. I know, right? That, that, that's not ever worked for you. I know, Probably like every not. time you have some sort of like creature or whatever and you don't know how it's killed, you can't just throw random stuff on it because it's not going to work. And, and this then, is hey, literally the most powerful creature you have ever, I know, you like, know, experienced. Uh, so. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Sam sighs and kind of walks away. Dean looks conflicted. So we come back to Amara's bedroom. Crowley says, you have tremendous power, and soon you'll have even more. But I have something you lack. Uh, wisdom. Experience. I helped put Lucifer back in his cage. I rose to the ranks of hell, defeated all comers to claim the throne. And a few minor setbacks aside, I'm still here. I don't know how to impart what I've learned to you. How to teach you and at the rate you're growing i'll probably never get the chance to figure it out perhaps you don't need my tutelage did i say that word right Tut i think so tutelage tut i think so too okay but i believe deep down in my gut i have something to offer you if you just give me the chance amara stands up and says what are you asking for crowley says time slow down play by my rules for just a little bit longer you give me your patience i'll give you my protection until you decide you don't need it anymore. Amara says, okay. Fine. <laughs> so, fine, fine. <laughs> so we cut to an alleyway. Uh, it's nighttime. Metatron is filming a man who is laying on the ground, slowly dying from a gunshot wound. Uh, the guy is unconscious-ish, I think. Metatron, um, let's see, is he filming? He says, Metatron says, oh, this is good. A night leader if I ever saw one. And this is going to fetch me $500 minimum. Uh, then Metatron leans over the dude and takes his wallet. Ugh. Metatron says, I know that $500 sounds like plenty, but with my overhead, daddy's got to eat. Uh, the dying man on the ground sort of comes to and starts coughing. Metatron says, oh, come on. <laughs> the man says, help, please. Metatron says, I'm sorry, buddy. You live. There's no story. The guy coughs and gurgles and all the blood coming out of his mouth, as you do. Mm -hmm. Metatron says, you know, there was a time I could have brought you back from the brink with a snap of my fingers. Not that I would have. Metatron takes uh, the cash out of the wallet and says, but I'm not that guy anymore. I can't save you. And Metatron. You never were that guy. Uh, Let's be real. I know. The Metatron drops the wallet on the man's chest. Suddenly, Cass is there, and he says, I can. <laughs> Metatron says, how did you find me? Cass says, same way you found him. Scour, scour I can't say this word ever, scoured the police scanners, got ahead of the authorities. Uh, Cass goes over to the dying man, crashes down, and heals him, while Metatron films the whole thing. The man, who is now completely healed, healed, says, what was that? Cass stands up and looks at Metatron, who says... What? Look, a real-life angel caught on tape? That is way better than some random homicide. <laughs> so Cass knocks the camera out of Metatron's hands. And I it like not. I know, right? And clatters to the ground. Metatron yells, hey, do you have any idea how much stuff I had to steal and then pawn to pay for that? <laughs> Suddenly, police cars pull up to the end of the alleyway, and Cass and Metatron run away, and the man who was shot kind of sits up. Uh, we cut to Sam and Dean walking up to the gated entrance of the abandoned, uh, what did I call this place? Needham building? Asylum. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna call it's it the need. I'm gonna call it the need ham because that's fun. Do it. Okay. Uh, burr, 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 burr. Dean says no guards at the perimeter. Uh, so they walk across the yard and up the steps and go to the front door. Sam says, looks like there are no guards at the door either. You think this is the place to them? Um, they approach the door and Dean says, well, warding sigils. And for the humans, look at this. A padlock you'd find on a middle school locker. <laughs> Cocky son of a bitch. He's like, nobody will do it. Yep. Sam says, Dean, external security may be lax, but we still don't know how many demons we're going to face inside. Dean says, well, let's find out. <laughs> so Dean Three, starts. Three, two, one, let's go. Yep. Dean starts lockpicking. Uh, we cut to Crowley on his throne. He is reading a book and looking real bored. The demon says to him, turn to the graph at the bottom of 27, and you'll see a nearly 40% decrease in soul collections in the Pacific Northwest over the past three years. An unexpected consequence of legalized marijuana? <laughs> Some analysts think so. Yeah, marijuana! <laughs> gonna say. <laughs> there, there you go. There's the whole, the whole reason for it. Okay. okay. Less likely to be possessed. Hey. I mean, there's that. <laughs> we get a closer look at what Crowley is reading, and it is a book titled Domestic Soul Projection, but hidden inside is another open book titled Why She Fights, Understanding Your Rebellious Teen. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the demon says to Crowley, others are not quite so sure. Uh, we cut to Cass and Metatron. They're in, like, a warehouse filled with machines of some sort. Cass pushes Metatron to the floor and grabs his hat. He looks on the name of the hat and says, what? I apparently didn't finish that sentence. Okay. Cass says, uh, Marv. Oh, I wonder if the hat said Marv. Yeah, it said Marv's something or other. Okay. Okay. Cass, Cass says, Marv, you're picking pockets, leaving a man to die. I don't know what I expected, but this is disappointing. Metatron says, one to talk. You choose the life of a wage slave, slinging Slurpees for, what, a month? Metatron stands up and says, I am in it to win it. I was at zero when you took my grace, hiding from angels, not a cent to my name. But I found my calling, and I pulled myself up by my bootstraps and started a business. And, you know, my story has only just begun. Cass says, what story is that? You're preying like a vulture on human tragedy. Like, I literally, I just, yeah, I it, it makes sense, you know? Like, you could have done anything else, yep. and that's the thing this you decided to do. you decided to do. Yep. Okay, you become like a paparazzi type yep. thing. You know, like, no. <laughs> Metatron says, oh, Castiel, what century are you in? Religion is dead. The novel, Debtor. <laughs> you think I'm ashamed for dealing in fleeting visual sensation and gift-length glimpses of horror, waste, and degradation? No. I just caught up with the times. Reality is the great literature of our era, and I am out there on the streets every single night capturing it. I am reality's author. <laughs> He's literally just oh scurrying around, like... yeah coming up with stuff that's really not all that interesting nope. and thinking that he's amazing. You know, right. like, okay, come on. Not that homicides... I no. know what you mean, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally know what you mean. Cass says, oh, save your story. It is not what I came for. Metatron says, oh, so straight to business. You want the demon tablet? Well, you're not going to get it. I have hidden it very carefully in a place for you and your friends. Cass interrupts, rolls his eyes, and says, you hid it under your mattress. And he pulls it out of his trench coat. <laughs> Cass says, the TV station gave me your address, and I checked the place out. 
you realize you have bed bugs. Yuck. Metatron goes, you broke into my apartment? <laughs> like, that's the worst thing I know, ever like, done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like, wow. How <laughs> dare you? I know. Um, you literally just stole a dime guy's money, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cass says, uh, what do you know about the darkness? Metatron says, the band? <laughs> Kaz, like, menacingly steps closer to him, and Metatron says, Okay, uh, sometimes during late-night writing sessions, when God was deep in his cups, he may have let slip a few choice words. But I don't have to tell you anything. So Kaz slams Metatron against a cabinet and says, Are you forgetting? You are human now, and I could crush you like a bug. Metatron says, could. Do it. I know, for real, just do it. Uh. Metatron says, could, but you won't. You think I didn't notice? You are broken, Castiel. You are always a bit of a Nancy, but this. Uh, Cass lets go of Metatron, who says, you have gone full wuss. I don't know what it was that happened, but whatever it was, you are scared. Deep, paralyzed by trauma, by fear. I mean, look at you. You can't even hit me. So, Castiel punches Metatron right in the face. Yay! I know, do it! Uh, Cass grabs Metatron's collar again and says, it's not fear. And then he punches Metatron in the face again and, like, throws him into a glass cabinet. Uh, We cut to a demon walking down a hallway in the Needham Asylum. Uh, And the demon hears Crowley's voice say, like, off screen, hey, idiot! Andale. I'm like, what does this say? Andale. <laughs> Spanish for get your ass over here. You think I've been paying your astronomical bar tabs. Um, the demon walks towards the voice and says, sir? Uh, we continue to hear Crowley's voice say, for the past five weeks, you could sleep past noon with last night's skank. Which I think is funny because it's like he's clearly like playing a voicemail that he's kept from Crowley from like. Dean. To Dean, yeah, yeah I know, I love it. It's yeah. like this was when they were at their little like you know their little bromance, bromance fling, you know. Yep, so cute. Uh, the demon rounds the corner and finds finds Dean standing at the end of the hallway, holding his phone, which is playing this message from Crowley. So the demon run toward, runs towards them, but halfway down the hallway, Sam kicks him to the ground and cuffs him. They hear some demons close by, and Dean says, "Sam." Sam takes some keys from the demon's hand, uh, from the demon, and hands them to Dean. Sam says, you know what? Go. Take her out. I got him. So Dean walks away from Sam and down the hall and into Amara's room. Amara is sitting at her desk, and she smiles and says, I knew you'd come. She stands up and faces Dean. He says, I'm sorry, Amara. Amara says, for what? Dean says, what I have to do. And we see that he is holding the demon killing knife. What do you think that's going to do, though? Let's Fucking be nothing. real. She's not a demon, dude. Uh, suddenly we hear Crowley say, hello, Dean. Dean quickly turns around to see Crowley, who, like, flicks his hand and sends Dean flying across the room into the mirror, which completely shatters. Crowley says, my girl's growing up. Should have known it wouldn't be long before the boys came sniffing around. <laughs> oh, come on. Good grief. I know. Dean tries to attack Crowley, but is pinned to the wall instead with his demon powers. Dean says, Ah! (laughs) What do you want with her, Crowley? What, you think you can use her? You think you can use her? Control her? You're an idiot. Crowley says, I'm not trying to control her. I'm helping her to realize her fullest potential. 
Crowley, oh, okay. yeah, I know. <laughs> Crowley picks up the drop demon blade and says, do you know how disturbing it was to realize that I couldn't bring myself to kill you? I've had tons of chances over the years. Some you don't even know about. But still, I made my peace with it, embraced my softer side, learned to accept there was just too much going on between you and I. Romance. I love this. I love this whole thing. Dean looks kind of surprised. Crowley says, but you know what? I think I am going to kill you today. I feel different somehow. Ready. What can I say? Fatherhood changes a man. Oh, good grief. So, Amara... He's giving himself way too much credit. Oh, (laughs) yes. Right. So Amara steps up behind Crowley and hits him on the back of the head with some kind of hard object. I don't know what that, I kind of thought that was like a stone, like, statue or, or something like that. Like a book or... Yeah. I don't know oh, what no. it was. I just saw something flying. Yeah. Crowley, like, stumbles and then looks at Amara. Amara holds her hand out towards the demon-killing knife, and Crowley's hand, like, shakes, and then he drops it. Amara waves her hand, and Crowley's wrist bends backwards and then breaks. Oh, it's so gross. In like a weird. Yeah, that was not. That was icky. Yeah. Also awesome. (laughs) Then she pins him to the wall with her powers. Uh, We cut to Cass still punching Metatron. Uh, Cass says, the darkness. What do you know? Metatron says, okay, so I misjudged. You're not scared. You're mad. And I get it. I mean, it must suck being everyone's tool. Manipulated and used by the angels, by your enemies, by your friends. Cass punches him again, and Metatron goes, ah! (laughs) Uh, We cut to two demons running into a hallway in the Needham Asylum. Sam is at the other end, holding an angel blade. He puts the blade into the back of his pants, which seems dangerous, because those blades are long. (laughs) I think that's a mistake. Did I talk about on the podcast how Travis did that with a steak knife in his back pocket and ended up tearing our couch? Yeah, I actually don't know if you just told me that or if you talked in the podcast oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he decided, so <laughs> we were eating out in the living room, and he put a steak knife in his back pocket, forgot it was there, sat down on the couch, and didn't stab himself in the ass, surprisingly, and didn't realize that he was sitting on a steak knife until, not this couch, the other one, but, like, until he went to get up, and the tip of it got caught in the couch, and he ripped a hole in the cushion of the couch. He is so lucky that he, he did not widen his asshole. A new asshole. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. He's so lucky oh he didn't just God, like literally is... tear himself a new asshole. Don't, like this. Dude, don't put sharp things in your pants, in your pockets, just in the waistband. <laughs> like, just don't no, do it. Like, that, don't do wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. At that point, it would probably be safer to put a loaded gun in the back of your pants than it would be to put a Ugh, knife. You know, like, yeah. I just uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's. Wow. Jeez. He's lucky. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so he... Uh, okay, also, like, you're putting an angel <laughs> blade, which is a long, pointy blade, in the back of your pants. My... The only... It's going right down your butt crack. There's only... That's the only way. The only way. Yeah. In which case... Ow! None of yeah. that's good. And then you're gonna run. And then you're going to have to pull it out at some point. Oh, God. I just clenched. Okay. (laughs) Well, I don't like it. All right. I'm worried for Sam's butt crack. I wonder if there's, like, a holster in there. There's got to (laughs) be. He's got to have a holster. (laughs) That's just right between his cheeks. (laughs) I mean, honestly, those things are supposed to be. Could you imagine being like, all right, I need to make an ass crack holster. (laughs) Knife holster. Oh, I just, Okay. 
I mean, wow. he's tall. Maybe it's just not... It's not what, Rochelle? I, I don't know. I was going to say it's not longer than his butt, but I feel like it would be. You would think you would poke out the butthole of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Alright, so we cut back to Metatron and Cass. Uh, Metatron's face is now all bloody. He says, you thought if you could get your grace back, it would help fix you. But it hasn't. Cass punches him in the face again and says, the darkness. Uh, so we cut back to Dean, Amara, and Crowley. Crowley and Dean are still pinned to the walls. Crowley says, why, Amara? I thought we had an understanding. Amara says, yeah, your promise to protect me. And then, hours later, I'm assaulted in my own room. Like, you did not do that too well. All right. Sorry. Crowley says, well, you don't seem terribly upset about it. That's not the point. <laughs> Amara says, I've decided I don't need your protection, and I certainly don't need your captivity. Amara, like, clenches her hand into a fist and uh, Crowley, you know, winces in pain and goes, ah! <laughs> Amara says. He's, like, getting squeezed. Yes. Uh, we, Amara says, I'm done. So we cut to Sam in the hallway fighting the two demons. Sam knocks one out and then fights with another one until he knocks that one out, too. Uh, he's about to handcuff him when another demon comes into the hallway and says, you trying out some no-kill policy? Uh, the demon attacks Sam and shoves him against the wall with his hands around Sam's neck. Uh, we cut to Cass and Metatron. Metatron says, who do you have to thank for how angry you are? How lost? Cass punches Metatron in the face again. Like you. Fucking you! Yeah. Asshole, it's literally you! It's like, you uh, are the problem here. Yeah. I know. <laughs> then Metatron smiles and says, you're welcome. Ooh. Then we cut to Sam and the demons fighting, or the demon. Uh, the demon grabs Sam uh, by the collar and pushes him up against the wall again. Uh, Sam tries to free himself, but fails. The demon squeezes Sam's neck harder, and Sam starts to pass out. The demon says, oh, a hunter. You of all people should know passive... I can't say this word. Pacifism. Did I do it? I think I did it. I'm yeah. not going to do it again. <laughs> uh, doesn't pay. Um, sorry. One of the demons who was uh, knocked unconscious by Sam starts to get back up. Sam suddenly raises his angel blade and stabs the demon who's choking him out in the side. So the demon releases him and dies. Uh, then Sam fights with the demon who woke back up and almost angel blades him but cuffs him instead. Which why? I don't I thought we were gonna find that out and then I maybe we will in a minute. I don't remember. I know that's a we didn't in this episode. Oh okay maybe we, we will later. But I kind of wonder if I kind of wonder if we did later, because that's just weird. You know, like, Maybe why? he's, like, because remember he wasn't, they were talking about, like, not killing that other demon, just exercising him? Maybe Sam's wanting to exercise demons more now, instead of just killing the whole meat suit along yeah, with the demon. Yeah, probably why. Maybe we'll get that answer in an episode or two. I, I don't remember no it, though. I don't yeah. remember, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we cut to Cass, about to punch Metatron again. Metatron says, go on, Castiel, end me. Do it. I know. Cass says, no. Uh, we cut back to Sam. He stands up and looks around the hallway. There's one dead demon and two in handcuffs. Sam says, all right, two out of three. Uh, so we cut to Crowley, Amara, and Dean. Crowley and Dean are still pinned to the wall. Uh, we hear Sam's voice from the hallway call out, Dean. Dean tries to move away from the wall, but Amara pins him back to it. Um, Sam starts knocking on the door to Amara's room, and he yells out, Dean. 
<laughs> then Sam starts body slamming the door, but it doesn't budge. He stumbles and falls and then starts to have a vision. Uh, there's like dark walls and chains. Uh, and we are guessing that this is a flashback of when he was in hell, right? In the cage. Is that what we're yeah. guessing? Okay. Well, we it'll just keep reading. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Like, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, then Sam sort of comes back to reality and sits on the floor, heavy breathing. Okay. So it, yeah, it does. So with all the flashbacks and everything, at the the end of the flashback, there's a cage that's hung by chains. Some like it's. Did not, I just not write that there? Or is that coming in a little bit? No, no, no. That was in that flashback. Oh. I, I, okay. Sorry. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I or remember that, but one. I thought that was at a different one. Whatever. That might be at a different one, but yeah. Okay. At the end of this episode, it's not really a spoiler, because at the end of the episode, you'll know. But like, Yeah, right. It, yeah, they, like, during a flashback, they show, like, the cage, or a cage. A cage, suspended by, by chains. chains. Yeah. Yeah, okay. In, like, a random pit yeah. somewhere. Okay. So, uh, back inside Amara's room, Amara says to Crowley, it's time. Time for you to blink your tired ass back to your throne and lick your wounds. Uh, Amara squeezes her fist and Crowley sort of like flinches in pain again. She says, I'll spare your life on one condition. Safe passage for Dean out of here after I've gone. Dean looks like shocked and like, what? (laughs) Amara squeezes her fist tighter and Crowley says, yes. So Amara releases Dean and Crowley from the walls and says, good, now get out of my room. (laughs) Uh, So we cut back to Cass and Metatron. Metatron is begging now. He says, oh, please, Castiel, help me. Cass says, you said you were happy. You're bootstrapped. I know. (laughs) Metatron says, I was faking it. I mean, I thought, how hard could it be? We cut back to Dean and Amara. Dean is still by the wall. Um... He kind of bends down, picks up the demon-killing knife. Amara says, you won't. You can't. Uh, we cut back to Casa Metatron. Metatron says, can't take anymore. Not a single human day. I mean, the indignities, they just don't stop. Making my rent and keeping my phone charged. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know what? Being alive is kind of a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, most of the time. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Cass says, You are right, Metatron. I am sick of having my strings pulled, which is why I won't let you manipulate me into letting you off easy. Tell me about the darkness. So we come back to Dean and Amara. Amara walks over to Dean, uh, kind of close, like definitely in his bubble, yeah. and says, uh, Tell me, what is happening here between us? You save me, I save you. Amara reaches out and pets Dean's face. (laughs) Dean looks conflicted. Maybe because she's a teenager. I wrote that in all caps. Yeah. I mean, we know that she is not a teenager. She's literally thousands of years old, but you know. But also, (laughs) ew! Like, you're in your 40s, bro. Like, no. No, I don't like it. Amara says, what? You were the first thing I saw when I was freed, and it had been so long. Maybe that's it. My first experience of his creation. You can't help but represent that for me. The sweet triumph and the even sweeter folly of what he's wrought. There's no fighting it. I'm fascinated. (laughs) You don't get to be fascinated with my Dean Winchester, okay? (laughs) All right. Uh, Sorry. 
Uh, we cut to Cass and Metatron. Metatron says, the truth? Ha! I'd make the Bible thumper's head explode. I mean, they want their god to be a finger-snapping, all-powerful creator, you know? And they want magic. Mary Poppins! I think I read that weirdly, but whatever. Um, but what he did, creation, that took work. Took sacrifice. In order to create the world, God had to give up the only thing he'd ever known. He had to betray and sacrifice his only kid, the darkness, his sister. Um, okay, so the darkness is his sister, and I have a whole lot of questions then. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to start. My brain is chicken-egging thing, you know, doing the thing. <laughs> yeah. So, I, does he have to be, or does she have to be his actual sister? Because when you make them siblings, then there is some sort of parental question happening there. But, like... You couldn't you just say you were the only two beings? Like, why does he have to be a... I don't know. I think, I think sibling in the way of, like, you know, they both were the first beings because... I mean, they kind of go into this later, and okay. I don't think it's really a spoiler, but it's, like, obviously it's, like, you've got to have the opposites of, you know, so, like, yeah. light and dark and all the, you know, like... Yeah, I guess... Yin and yang, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense. I just... My brain was like, why are we saying sister brother that I don't know that's if that's confused ever confused it a little bit they might do I they don't, talk about that I don't point? remember that but that doesn't mean it doesn't I don't happen. remember <laughs> yeah like if they do it's like a brief mention you know right but yeah. I don't know yeah all right so we cut back to Dean and Amara Amara says it's been great seeing you again Dean but it's time for me to go there's a whole world out there for me to explore and I can practically taste it soon I'll be strong enough to do what I came here to do Dean says what's that Amara says, settle an old score. The oldest score. Amara looks down at the demon-killing knife in Dean's hand. Dean kind of raises the blade up to her chest and holds it there. Uh, but he does nothing with it. Amara kind of smirks and says, told you. Then Sam breaks the door in and falls into the room. Amara waves her hand at him and Sam flies back out of the room and into the wall across the hall. Dean looks at Amara and then down at the knife in his hand and is like, oh yeah, and then like lurches towards her with the knife. <laughs> but Amara waves her hand and he hits the wall again and falls to the ground. Amara looks shocked a little bit, like at him, like, oh shit, you actually like tried to just then yeah. maybe knife me. Uh, but then she walks out of the room. She's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so we cut to Sam, Dean, and Cass standing in the bunker. Dean says, look, guys, I'm as glad as anyone that Stella got her groove back, okay, but you let Metatron go? Cass says, Dean, how many times are you going to repeat that question? <laughs> Dean says, I'm going to say it again. You let Metatron go. <laughs> Cass says, he's not going anywhere. If he makes a move, if he draws the slightest attention, the full force of angel kind will snuff him out. Look, you, neither of you saw him. He is a human and a pitiable one at that. He is not a threat to us. I mean, I put him in traction. Sam <laughs> says, guys, bigger fish to fry here. Amara is in the wind. Dean says, yeah, God's freaking sister. Cass says, you said you were close. Dean, how'd she get away? Dean says, I'm sorry, what part of God's freaking sister did you not understand? She overpowered me. End of story. There's a long pause where everyone looks suspicious. And then Dean says, what's our plan here, fellas? You said you got everything you could out of Metatron, right? So where on earth are we going to find an answer on how to stop her? I don't suppose God's decided to share any wisdom on this matter. Sam says, I'll look into the lore. 
And then Sam leaves the room and then stops and leans against a bookshelf. He has himself another flashback of the dark wall. Hands reach out of cracks in the wall. And then we see a big black box. <laughs> I put in parentheses, a cage, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging by chains in a never-ending dark space. Okay, there it is. There That's we go. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I know it happens at some point. Yeah. Because I literally just watched it. I know. I was <laughs> like, I, I, I can <laughs> see exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, okay. Uh, Sam comes back to reality and looks terrified. Uh, we cut to a city in the daytime. There's a ton of people walking down a sidewalk and crosswalks. Uh, the song, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, starts to play. And we get a montage of scenes. We see Amara walking down the street, uh, looking kind of like high on life. <laughs> She's like a little weird. <laughs> I know. Look, I would say she looks smug. She does look smug. That's kind of what sassy. I got. You know? Yeah. yeah. And we see Crowley, <clears throat> excuse me, we see Crowley sitting on his throne looking super bummed and bored. <laughs> we see Dean sitting, uh, and we also see Dean sitting in the bunker drinking whiskey. Uh, and credits! <laughs> okay, so I have thoughts. Um, first one is I don't remember this, like, level of Amara. You know, like... <laughs> Which I say that, it, it sounds weird, but, like, I don't remember this actress being an Amara oh. actress at all. You know, like, I remember, yeah. like, the baby, you know, kid Amara, the, like, preteen Amara. But then for some reason, I thought that she had, like, only one other level until, you know, I see. her final I, form, you know? <laughs> I know. Well, I, yeah. I felt the same way until I saw this actress as this teenage Amara, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember her. The one I kind of was like, oh, right, was the the tween Amara. Oh, that, see, that's that one, one I, I remember had, like, the most. forgotten the most. That's funny. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I mean, this isn't, I mean, I guess it could maybe be a spoiler, but not really, because I really don't know. Like, is there one or two more? I don't remember. I think it's just this one until her final form, right? See, I thought maybe there was a different... There I, very well could be. I, yeah, like, but. that's the thing is I, I have honestly no clue. But from what I kind of sort of remember, it went, like, preteen to, like, and, uh, like, a later teen, maybe? Like, older than what she's at now. And then her final form, maybe? I don't know. I don't I know. Yeah, yet. it'll be interesting to see. If there is one more between where she is now and adult Amara, then I have completely forgotten it. Oh, yeah. No, so. I honestly have no clue. So I will be just yeah. like, oh, hey, you know, as I'm yeah. watching. But I think I think I remember this one a little bit more because she does have, like, especially in this episode, have that, like, are you guys going to make out moment with Dean? And, oh. I, and I remember just being like, this isn't okay because she's a teenager. Oh. <laughs> but, again, I am sure that actress is not a teenager. So it's not oh yeah as no bad. I'm sure she's at least like twenty yeah I mean I you know, agree she doesn't look like she's much older than that but yeah. I'm sure she's over eighteen you know right right <laughs> maybe but yeah. not but yeah know. my brain was always just like stuck in that like is this okay are you gonna oh I don't is this okay <laughs> is this okay you know like I just kind of yeah. like stuck in that I mean and I I do want to be clear that I'm not having like a Dean Winchester is mine, and no other girl can touch him. Moment. Yeah. That's not what's happening but at like, all. You're too young. It <laughs> was really just like, is this is this okay? Like, uh, we're yeah. toeing the line, and I feel weird. Yeah, you know, like just that, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like 
I don't know. Anymore, though, too, like, there's, like, 12-year-olds that look like they're 20 because they know how to do their makeup better than I ever have and ever probably will. So, you know, like, it's hard for me to tell ages sometimes. I suck at ages. I know. I can't. Like. I got nothing. Uh, if, especially if people in general aren't wearing makeup, I think it's a little easier. Mm Mm-hmm. However. (laughs) Yeah, I just. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm I, not that good. Even that, I'm terrible at. Like, I I do much better. Like, <clears throat> once I have had a couple conversations with somebody, and mm-hmm. I kind of can see what age they kind of act and put yeah. those together. But mm-hmm. even that, I am fucking. I just I have no sense of it. Yeah. Even like kids. I mean, obviously, I can tell yeah. like an eight year old from a three year old. Yeah. But like, are you three in or between? Four? That, I don't it's hard. Know, but know? it really is hard for me. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. If I can. I mean, I'm not good at it, but generally, if I'm guessing, I can get within, like, a year for kids, for the most part. But I've also spent a lot of time, like, working with kids. Yeah. So, there's that. Like, teaching swimming lessons, doing whatever, you know? So, eh, okay, fine. Yeah. But even then, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm good at this. Like, Mm -hmm. no. (laughs) Yeah. I suck. Anyway. Um, Also, I think in this one, we learned that. Like, because we had talked about before, like, what do they do with the bodies? I don't know. Like, do they just leave them there? They take them to the hospitals and drop them off out front, apparently. Like, here's a random stabbing victim. Yeah, interesting. I mean, at that point, it's a dead body, though. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But then they can dispose of... That's true. That's true. I wonder how much, like, like... Here's, like, call the family and contact them to figure out, you know, they that's can, true. like, run DNA or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's getting way too into it for this show. But, like, <laughs> you but know. That, like, yeah. I mean, that is better than just, like, leaving him at the crime scene. That's yeah. somebody who knows when that shit will get discovered. And Yeah. 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 Right. So. Or for a child to find in a park, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so, because yeah. I remember we talked about that. I feel like it maybe wasn't that long ago, but maybe it was. Who knows? I have no concept of time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't even know what day it is most of the time anymore. So, Mm. there's that. But, (laughs) yep. um, Yeah. So, it's so strange. Like, speaking of, like, time, like, I'm not retired, but kind of essentially, yes. Like, I'm really only at this point, like, and it might change later, but I don't know. I kind of doubt it. Like... I'm only going back to work one day a week. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be working less than I ever have. Like, I'm going to have so much, like, time not working. That's true. And it's a really weird concept to me. I mean. You know, like. (laughs) Yeah, no, I felt the same way, honestly. Like, because my plan you know, after maternity leave was over, was to go back to the bookstore, mm-hmm. you know, one or two days a week, you know, Saturday and Sunday for, like, four-hour shifts, which would equal, yeah. like, one whole shift. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, my boss was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then when it came time to do that, she was like, I need you to do a little bit more than that. She's like, I need you to give me 16 hours a week. And, like, and I was sorry, like... I can't do that. I was like, fuck. You know, I don't, I don't want to, but like, even if I could do that, like there wasn't, you know, they have to give you like a place in private to breastfeed. That's like a thing they're required to do. Or like a pump or whatever. Right. That's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry. Pump. But like, there isn't a place in there. Like, and I'm sure they could, you know, hang a sign on 
uh, counting, but you really can't. There's there's, <laughs> there's cameras in every room that you could be in. Yeah, there's and no maybe way. In the bathroom, and nobody wants to sit in the bathroom. Right, and, like know. I'm not gonna sit in my car. Like I mean, I could, but I was just like but thinking then you about just it. Got whoever's walking by. I know. You know. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I could have my like cover on, but like, oh, and I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, what is the reason that I'm gonna stay? It's not gonna be enough money to be worth it, especially yeah. driving. You know, half an hour one way. Yeah. That like. I was like, what am I, there's no, there's no reason there's no point. <laughs> at this point to keep doing it because yeah. of these reasons. And I was like, fine, yeah. I guess I'm home now. And then I had a whole like crisis of like, what is my life, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. In hindsight, I'm really glad I made that decision. Yes. Yeah. Cause, cause a lot of the people were something I don't miss in yeah. hindsight. <laughs> I do miss some people. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But yeah. like. But yeah, no, not all I'm, of them. I'm yet. good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. In hindsight, yeah. I put up with a lot of bullshit, and I'm yeah. kind of mad about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but I, mean, I think your work is a lot less, you know, toxic in that way. Well, and that's the thing too is mm-hmm. that like I, when I'm at work, I have my own room, right? That I can yeah. close the door and right. do yeah. whatever I need to do. And they are pretty like they're gonna be good about like. And granted, I have to figure out what that looks like because I don't exactly know what the schedule is gonna be. Like, can yeah. I just? pump during my lunch and have that be good enough or am I going to need you know to have a longer lunch so I could like try and pump and then eat or you know whatever if I can't do it at the same time or you know like I don't really know I'll have to figure that out but they're like just let us know what you need the schedule to be and we'll like make it work and then the thing is is like I've got that room so Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I have to, like, wander around and try and, like, go to, like, a certain spot in the club or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or, in, you know, like, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Fine. So. You know, I was actually thinking, not to totally butt into what you're talking about. Oh, no, you're about. good. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I was, I was thinking this the other day that, like, I do remember a moment before I went on maternity leave when I was with my manager, my store manager, who I loved, and we were talking to another store manager, and they were asking me, that I knew well, that yeah. we, they were talking about that plan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it's going to be like, you know, maybe Saturday and Sunday, four hours each day. And they mm-hmm. looked at my manager and were like, I would need more than that yeah. at my store. And it wasn't like a caddy thing. It was just yeah. like, wow. And my manager kind of gave them a, like a look like, eh. And then I'm yeah. thinking like. They probably talked her into it. I think that this store manager that I had let me do that so that I could get all of my pay. Yeah. Because I continue to get maternity pay, FMLA. Mm -hmm. I think that that's why they did that. Probably. Like, if I need more than you, I'm not going to tell you so that you get paid for this whole time. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, when you decide if that, you know, what you want to do, I can say like, hey, it's got to be this or not, and it can be your decision. But either way, you got all your pay fully thinking you were coming back so you weren't dicking us over, like the company. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I actually think that was really cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's probably, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be surprising. Yeah. So So. I really did like that manager. But fuck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, anyways, that anyways. Was, that's a positive, a positive <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so also, um, I feel like it's hilarious that marijuana means less hell. <laughs> you know what? This is the first time I've heard that. I mean, besides the moments where I've watched this episode before that I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but I like that. I'm going <laughs> to lean into that it's because I am... One thousand percent in my uh, marijuana era. So here we are. I've embraced it, and you know what? I like it. Also, does that mean that the Pacific Northwest in general has less demons? Holy shit! 
Maybe more Sasquatches depending <laughs> on who you talk to. Yes. yes. I love it. I love all but of it. Less demons. Yep. So, you Perfect. Know, Perfect. We'll just throw that little nugget out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, why did I... Oh, yeah. The, the only other thought that I had was... And I don't know if they answer this because I can't remember. And I don't know if you do. And I'm sure it's a spoiler if they do. But, like, why the chains? Why are they... Put, why is Sam putting the demons in chains? And, like, the best, I mean, obviously we already talked about, like, the best you could speculate is that, you know, he's just not wanting to kill the meat suits, I guess. Yeah, but maybe like, take him somewhere so you can exercise But him? he's not. He just left him there as far as we know. Maybe in the next, because I have no idea what the next That's episode is That's the thing is, is I don't remember at maybe all. Maybe we'll see, like, oh, hey, I got these demons. We might get an answer for that, but I feel like that yeah. might be one of those random weird dead ends. Or maybe they just want to question him or something. You know, well, what's what's going on with Amara? You know, what's yeah. the plan? Maybe it's that kind of situation. Maybe it's both. I honestly don't remember this at all. Uh, yeah, I don't either. But I do think, because they didn't give us an answer, I think, like... We are supposed to be questioning it, so I'm sure yeah. they'll but get they've there. they've done that, not frequently, but they have done that a couple of times where it's like, oh, yeah. there should be an answer for this, and then but never is. But isn't Sam you know? in his place currently of like, when do we stop saving everybody? Like, let's save everybody. Didn't that happen a little earlier in the season where he wants it to be about, yeah, like, let's so. save everybody, not yeah. just us Everybody. Yeah. So maybe I think it's so. that. Maybe it's that he wants to exercise them and keep, you know, the people in the, you know, the meat suit owners. Yeah, <laughs> you I know? don't know. I'm, I'm, that's all I think. Maybe that's just what we're supposed to, like, think anyway, and that it's like, okay, you know. Yeah, I like, truly don't this remember. Is what, like, we're not supposed to, like, know. Like, they don't say that it's happening, but that's what we're just supposed to, like, assume is that that's what's happening i have no idea well they have they did spend a lot of time in this episode showing us that though yeah you know so i guess yeah. we'll, i guess we'll find out we'll find out yeah. i have no idea but i just didn't know if you remembered or not yeah i don't <laughs> what was your favorite moment from this one you know i struggled to find a favorite moment there's not like moments that i hate except every moment that metatron is yeah. winning yeah but um i think my very favorite part was Cass watching jenny jones yeah. Because, um, that was I wrote down hilarious. Jimmy Jones. Oh. Way too. <laughs> I don't funny. know why, but I Yeah, I think that was probably the funniest moment, really, where, like, the dad on the show finds out that he's the dad, and, was, and Cass is like, he's not ready to be a father, Jenny Jones. And, yeah. That just made me giggle. And, yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite moment? Um... I, I didn't really have a good time with finding a favorite moment because this wasn't like there wasn't any like super funny moments for me or whatever. But yeah. I did kind of like the you know the speculating about why with the increase of marijuana there was you know less souls from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Well, I guess and I wonder at the time when this episode was airing, what other states um, were did were, you know it was legalized in because yeah, there's way more know. now. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. But I wonder Does that if mean it was there's just... less snotty hipster demons? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. I wonder what kind of demon I'd be. I don't know. Maybe if, if I was a demon, I wouldn't have anxiety. I would assume probably yes. And so I'd be in, like, my more elevated form. <laughs> uh, let's not find out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what type of demon I would be either. Like, I, I feel like... Uh, You'd be the boss, bitch. I betcha. I would probably... I already, like, call people out on their shit, so... Yeah, it I would, would just be glorious. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like... 
would I just be kind of awful because, like, <laughs> now I really don't care? Or, like... <laughs> I wonder if it just depends what your job was, you know? Or, okay, yeah. let's be real. If I was a demon, I don't want to have a fucking job. I, I just want to go do my demon things. Yeah. And, you know, not have to... Yeah, I don't not know. Not have to 9 to 5 it. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't want a 9 to 5 it. And this is, you know, like, of course, we're talking about the supernatural universe, right? right. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like... I would, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine a, a job in hell that I, I mean, granted, do I know all the jobs in hell? No, but still. Yeah. Like. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is a weird thing to think about. I know. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Because, right, <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. That's weird. Anyway. Okay, yeah. um, so... <laughs> interesting facts. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, um, as Sam and Dean interrogate the demon, uh, the walls are a dirty, flowery pattern. Um, this is the same room used in the season five episode, Changing Channels. Oh! I don't know that I... I did recognize that. Did you? I don't remember having Only that Only because... In the last like week, I watched that episode because I was like, you know what? I've had a bad day. I'm gonna watch funny episodes of Supernatural. So there, you yes, know, like <laughs> absolutely. I get and it. That was the first one that I went to because yep. that was like, I don't know what to watch. And then I was like, I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. one because I know that that one's like funny pretty much the whole time. Yeah. So, anyway, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, it says um, in a scene where Sam and Dean are talking about killing Amara. Um, a poster can be seen directly behind Dean that reads protect. Um, and near the end of the episode, confronted with the opportunity of killing her, he instead protects her. Which, I don't know that he protects her, but he just doesn't kill her. He didn't protect her. Yeah, he didn't, he, he didn't, her. He didn't kill her. But you notice He that protected moment. her from himself, I guess. Well, that's the thing. Like, when they were face-to-face doing the weird eye look thing, yeah. like, he couldn't do it. He couldn't. But then but he then, also did try but it. But then when Sam, when he was distracted sort of away from her and saw Sam come in and yeah. then she, you know, threw Sam out, yeah. then he was like, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah I'm holding I'm going to get you. Yeah. But then he couldn't. And she yeah. looked surprised in that moment. Yeah. Like, oh. Maybe you can. Maybe you would, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I don't know that I totally agree with this. Like, I can kind of see what they're saying, but also at the same time, like, that's not totally what happened. So, yeah. Um, I think once they get in their, like, staring contest, then he's yeah. like, oh, maybe kind of a little enthralled, although I don't know that it's quite that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, like, in not those moments, he's like, yeah, I'm a stab a bitch. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, the title of this episode shares its name with a song from Into the Woods. Um, in this song, the witch is trying to convince Rapunzel, Rapunzel, that she has everything she could ever desire right where she is, despite being kept prisoner in a tower. Um, Mm -hmm. Crowley is similarly trying to convince Amara that she doesn't need anything other than what Crowley is providing for her while also being kept as a prisoner. And I would just like to add to that for my own little, you know, two cents, that Into the Woods, I don't remember. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember much about that. But also, from Tangled, Mm -hmm. the whole song, like, Mother Knows Best, like, Crowley is literally, like, 
daddy knows the things, you know, right. like, so there's that. So yeah. there's also kind of a different Rapunzel right. aspect to I it. mean, to be fair, a lot of people are hunting Amara. Like, he's not lying about that. Yeah, no, you know, but also, whereas, like, no one was hunting. Well, I guess, like, Rapunzel's parents were... Entangled, anyways, that's yeah, true. from what but I remember. Like, they were quite searching. The same. I don't know, that's interesting. Hmm. Okay, I gotta think about that. They're they're searching for a different reason. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, but. I do think Amara needs to hide, not necessarily be hidden from Crowley. Yeah. Or with Crowley, you know what I mean? But like, mm-hmm. but in a sense, it isn't safe in that way for her to be just out and about soul sucking. You know, yeah. she could get caught. But would yeah. she be able to get out of those situations with her powers? 100%. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, it's not like she's really. I mean, it is obvious that he just wants to actually control have her, her power yeah. and oh, yeah. control her. But 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it says, this is the first glimpse we get of Lucifer's cage. Yeah, um, that was an interesting choice, yeah. how they made that look. I don't know. Yeah. I know we get more later. Spoiler. I don't know when. <laughs> I don't know either. But I know we what, see it well, again. Well, no, yeah. I don't know if that's true, actually. We, we do. That's not the cage, though. That's like a visual representation of the cage. It's, like, not the actual cage. It's, like, a extra thing. They talk about it in that episode. Yeah. It does happen. Yeah, I don't so I don't know that we actually see the actual I don't know why they did that. Why can't you just make this the actual Whatever. I feel like we do, because from what I remember, if I'm thinking of the same thing you're thinking of, it looks like that. Do you remember, so I'm not going to spoil, because yeah. I'm talking about bloopers yeah. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. where they're all dancing. And yeah. They, okay, uh-huh. that is not the actual cage. That is like the the extra holding oh, okay. cell they make for him. Hmm. I'm, yeah, maybe I'm totally wrong, but that's what I remember. Oh, yeah, because they, okay, I think I know what you're talking, okay, yeah, is I don't want to talk about thinking? it too much, yeah. Okay. I don't want to talk about it too much, because I'll spoil everything, but. Okay, we'll stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, don't think I can't wait to talk, about, talk those, about that more. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to talk about those dancing bloopers, though. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, uh, it says uh, Metatron reveals to Castiel that the darkness is God's sister. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, there's that. There we go. Um, it says uh, many season five references are made in this episode. Um, some of these are the wallpaper from the episode Changing Channels. Um, Crowley mentions putting Lucifer back in the cage. Um, Amara is discovered to be the sister of God, which I don't know how that's a season five thing. Okay, wait, real quick. Crowley, didn't he tell Amara that he helped put Lucifer back in the cage? He helped put it, yeah. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember Crowley's involvement at all. Do you? I'm sure he was in some way. But when I think yeah, about I that, really all don't. I think about is the graveyard. Yeah, you know? because that's... And I don't remember Crowley there at all. He well, must have been involved. This wasn't the... Yeah, Crowley wasn't involved, so I don't know. I mean, I'm Unless sure maybe like he gave them some, like, information or something. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Like, he yeah. wasn't directly involved, but maybe he, like, gave them a hint at some point for something. Or yeah, like, I know. mean, that's taken a lot of credit. Oh, yeah. For, okay, that's why I was I like... I mean, it's Crowley, so he's going to take that's credit true. for what he can. That's true. Um, it says, Dean says Siren's song in a phone conversation um, with Cass, uh, possibly in reference to the season five finale tot- titled Swamp song toddled I don't know what's happening okay um uh and then you've got the whole cage situation um so yeah there's a few different like season five interesting yeah they do want us thinking about 
Lucifer quite a bit, yeah. don't they? Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So our research from today, um, it this is off of bloodymaria.wordpress.com. Woohoo! <laughs> and it's on Riverview Hospital, which is um, the Needham Asylum. Yes. Uh, that's what this building is actually called. Um, and they do a lot of, like, filming there for different, um, shows and whatnot, which we'll get into, but... Cool. Um, anyway, so it's that building, even though it's not called Needham Asylum. Gotcha. Um, so it says, not too far out from Vancouver, B.C., you can find the abandoned Riverview Hospital in Coquitlam. Sure. I don't know if that's how you say it. Um, and it, uh, an abandoned mental health facility. Um, its doors opened in 1913 as a hospital for the mind <laughs> and came to house over 900 patients by the end of the year. Like the other old hospitals in previous posts, this is like a blog thing. Okay. Uh, Riverview was self-sustaining on its own farmland, mainly using its patients for therapeutic labor. <laughs> wow. Um, patients could also work at the hospital's botanical garden, um, created by BC's first provincial botanist, John Davidson. Um, it reached its peak residency in 1955 with over 4,000 patients as a ward for tuberculosis patients was added. Um, attendance drastically declined in the 1960s, um, as was the case for all mental health institutions and dwindled to less than 50 beds in two wards occupied in, nearly two, in early 2012 hmm. before closing later that year. Um, the building photographed above is known as West Lawn, which mm-hmm. is okay, was just part of it. Uh, which is, that's the, like, when you look at the asylum, like, that's the building, I guess. Anyway. um, Which housed male patients until closing in 1983. Um, It says, of course, no abandoned hospital is without a ghost story. Um, Given the the unethical practices used in the early 20th century, the halls are haunted by both patients and staff. (laughs) Naturally. I know. Um, Most of the stories tell of your usual paranormal activity. Um, Showery. (laughs) Shadowy figures, not showery figures. (laughs) Oh my god, could you imagine? (laughs) I saw a ghost and it was taking a shower. (laughs) Why isn't it wearing clothes? Like... (laughs) That's, I, I mean, I just like, automatically went to the episode where she, like, throws the towel and it goes over the invisible boy, right? Oh, yes, <laughs> That's yes. where my mind went to. Yeah. Um, it says disembodied footsteps, um, eerie lights, and objects moving without being touched. Um, people who've been inside claim to have felt touched, poked, or like they were being watched. Um, the hospital property is massive. Along with the standard hospital rooms, it also has a botanical garden, an industrial therapy building to teach vocational skills such as upholstery, shoemaking, welding, woodworking, and more to prepare the clients for work once discharged. Um, they even had a, the, blah, 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 blah. they even had fun community spaces with a movie theater and bowling alley, um, which sounds like a better institution than most, you know? Like Absolutely. I know? wonder if it's because it's Canada. I know, right? Canada's pretty <laughs> fucking lovely. I know. They're like... I'm pretty sure. Unethical practices. you got a bowling alley. Like, how bad can it be? Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that it wasn't no, bad, I but mean, they but don't, still, like... No, I mean, but still a step up. Yeah, like, yeah. still a step up. And they don't say anything, I mean, at least in this blog, about, like, unethical practices, just that there were some. So, yeah. like, um, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, it says, while the hospital doors may have closed in 2012, it's still a popular spot. 
um, but for a new crowd, filmmakers. Um, from small indie films to blockbuster hits, Riverview Hospital is the most famous filming location in all of Canada. You can find it in shows and movies such as Deadpool 2, uh, Butterfly Effect, Grave Encounters, Riverdale, uh, uh, Supernatural, Watchmen, X-Files, and so many more. Um, mm-hmm. while, uh, it's, it says, while I was visiting, I saw at least two film crews on the hospital grounds. <laughs> How cool. Um, and there's, part of it is called Crease Clinic, which was used as a veterans unit. Um, uh, it says, the rooms in one of the hospitals or one of the upstairs halls have been converted to jail cells for filming purposes. Okay. Um, it says the cemetery is near the back edge of the property and is pretty much like any other old asylum cemetery. Uh, rows of flat markers with minimal information. Hmm. Um, yeah. So it's not just the asylum. They, they have a cemetery out back. So, like, all the people, I'm guessing, from the asylum were just yeah. buried there on the property. Oh, man. That's so, creepy. I would love to visit there. Next most. time we go to Vancouver. I say next time like we've ever done it. I know. I was going to say, we haven't been there Let's visit if we can, because that would be yeah. so cool. I would love to do that. Yeah, I feel like... Like, I, I was reading another article, and some of the shows you didn't mention, the ones that I remember anyway, are, mm-hmm. are like, Fringe and psych and lots of like just so many shows have filmed there that i'm just like that's so cool yeah you know i love it yeah yeah um uh so i'm like what was i doing i don't know uh what was your idiot or asthma moment (laughs) okay so um this happened about a month ago uh i was driving and killian's in the back of course and i have um i have this phone mount um, that it, it's one of those ones that's like attached to my vent, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like holds my phone sideways. It's a really like, I love this one because like you come at it and it like senses you and opens up and you know, it's yeah. just, you can like tilt it and it's, it's freaking lovely. I, it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. I love this phone holder. Uh-huh. Um, and um, I, so I can't remember what parking lot we were in. We were in a parking lot, though. Uh, I think I was trying to, like, just round a corner that had, like, a big curb that kind of stuck out more than I thought it was. Oh, no, I remember. We were going to the hair salon. Okay. All right, so we're in the Fred Meyer parking lot. All right, and I'm trying to turn right. There was, like, this woman standing in um, right where I needed to turn. Like, I'm in a parking lot, sure. I'm trying to, like, turn down an aisle in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. This woman's crossing the street, stops. And, like, starts talking to somebody. I can't remember. I think someone in a car close to them. And I'm like, dude, I'm here. I'm trying to. What's going on? Like, I need to. I am actively holding up the line of cars behind me. Yeah. Waiting for you to move so that I can turn in here. Can we not do this right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying not to be. I'm like, okay, you can have a second. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you realize what's happening. And this is sort of an urgent thing. I'm just going to give you the benefit of doubt for a little, oh, a tiny see, amount of time. See, I mean, like thing. a 10 second amount of time. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, let's just say maybe this is important. You can have 10 seconds and then I'm going to be like, the fuck, you know? Like, get out of the way. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll give you a short moment. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, okay. So, finally they move and I'm like, fuck, you know, and the people behind me are like, what's going on, you know? <laughs> so, I make this corner that I've made a thousand times or at least 10. <laughs> or at and, least 10. <laughs> at least 10. And I... I go over the curb. I go over the curb so hard, Rochelle, that my whole back tire goes up over the curb. <laughs> and it's not just like a, a curb. It's like this like weird U thing. So it's yeah. like quite a bit of, yeah. it's like a little, like a foot wide little sidewalk thing almost. Yeah, so yeah. like I'm up and I'm down, right? Yeah. Like it's the whole thing. Um, I did it 
and of course I'm going very slow because I would yeah. stop it. You know, I would stop first yeah. and then did it. But um, my um, first of all, Killian burst into tears because <laughs> he got all, he just got a big shot of adrenaline because oh. <laughs> he just he didn't know what was happening and yeah. I felt so bad about that. But also, like I'm it's probably not the first time, you yeah. know. So yeah. okay. Yeah. But, you know, that's, I mean, that's okay, of course. I felt horrible for freaking him out like that. But also, he was very safe. Yeah. Mostly, I was like, did I pop the tire? I did not. But I did break my phone holder. Yeah. A whole big, thick-ass piece broke off. My phone flew one way. The rest (laughs) of it flew the other way. I could not find it. I'm trying to park. I'm like, where's my phone? Because, like, that's the important thing. My child is crying in the back. It was just the whole clusterfuck. Because well, at that point, like, dude, you're fine. Like, I understand that you're crying. But well, sure, I knew he was fine. Like, it's yeah. not like he got hurt. But yeah. I still, I still like, your phone is hurt. Out. He's not. So, I know. You know and I was like, like he absolutely flew off. And, like, yeah. was that part of my phone? Was that the holder? I yeah. don't know. Anyways, yeah. I just, I couldn't believe that I, I took a curb so hard that I broke my phone mount and made my kid cry. So, <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. Uh, Killian was fine, obviously. Yeah. My phone was fine. My holder was not. has been replaced. So. <laughs> there you go. There we are. Yes, so <laughs> I suck. What was your interesting moment? Uh, okay, so <laughs> Travis set up a sprinkler in our backyard for because he went on, like, a trip or whatever for, like, it was, like, five days. Um, and my mom came to stay with me, but Travis set up this, like, sprinkler that was going to water the apple trees, right? Because it was really hot and like, hey, they needed to be watered. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I go and I turn it on, right? And I'm like, okay, like I I told my mom, I was like, okay, I'm going to go turn it on, like help remind me in the next like hour or so to go and turn it off. Well, we didn't remember until like a couple hours later, which fine, whatever. They needed it anyway. Yeah. Um, and like we have our own well, so it's not like we're necessarily paying for water, you know, like, we mm-hmm. pay for the power for the pump and whatever, but that's, yeah. like, 40 bucks a month, you know, like, nice. it's fine, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, yeah. it's fine, and we get that from other people, because other people use our well, too, so, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> My mom, I was like, oh, crap, you know, because I was, I was feeding, I was feeding Carter, and speaking of which, I don't think I ever said his name, so, yeah, his name is Carter, by the way. I know, Carter <laughs> with a K. Yeah, I love him. You know, so cute. Initials would have been not so good if it was the C. So (laughs) got it. We'll go with it. But um, yeah, and so the um, I turned it on. My mom went out there to go and turn it off, and she's like, "Um, "The hose apparently blasted off of the sprinkler head." Yeah. And uh, flooded the whole backyard. (laughs) Which it needed to be watered. Fine. Yeah. But like. Oh boy, you know, so there was that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Oh, there, there he is. He is. <laughs> um, you knew we were talking about him. But, um, uh, yeah, he just woke up. So, um, and Travis has got him, so that's where the shushing is coming from. Yeah, that's um, all good. But, anyway, so yeah, so I flooded our entire backyard for a couple of hours instead of actually watering the apple trees, like what needed to happen. So, yeah, there I mean, was you that. just watered the whole yard, really. I know, but, like, that's what that wasn't what we were going for. So. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> but it was fine. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm sorry. That was it. What a nice surprise. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. But, hey, it needed it, too. So, that's whatever. true. Yeah, still. So. 
I would have just been like, what'd you do, mom? You know? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure it was just the pressure from it blasted off, because it was an old hose, so I'm sure that it just wasn't quite, like, yeah. you know, the threading wasn't good or something like that, and it just blew the hose off the sprinkler head. Because the sprinkler head was still there in the ground. Oh, yeah. The ground. It was just, because it was one of those, like, ones that... You know, right, right, right. Yeah. Because you needed that sound effect. But. I did. Also, can anyway. we just say, like, blow the hose from now on? <laughs> can we just do that? Okay. Great. I thought it was already free the hose. I know. We're going to free the hose and then blow the hose. Oh, Which God. I feel, like, I feel like the hose are getting the better end of the studio. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> on that note, thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> you can email us at idgitsandoutsfitspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. Please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and email us your Idgit and Aspect moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.